But the pub test is taking a little bit of a turn. We're going to be doing the pub test without the beers. And we're really, really excited to be partnering with the Man Shake. Yep. It's the healthy meal in a shake. Great. Uh, we can lose the beer gut without losing all the beers, even though we'll be losing them for the month of July. So excited to see how well we do and uh, how shredded we all get. Welcome back to another session with the pub test. Today, we are knocking the head off gun laws. Do you feel safe traveling overseas? Test at the bar today, Steve, Jared, Benny, and my name is Ash. Let's rip in. <laughs> oh, boys, how are we doing? Yeah, good, mate. Very yeah, well, mate. Good. Very well. Great to be here. Always good to start with a chuckle. Is everybody good? Yeah, well. Yeah. Very well. Wonderful. Good to have you back in the country, Stevie. Mate, good to... Actually, isn't. Let's be it's, What's this? it's not good to be back. Ooh. There's one. There's one. Oh. How I, good? I, I got thirsty. Okay. The Green Beacon <laughs> Brewing Co. You're right. Let me tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a flow. <laughs> so, mate, sorry. Great to have I you know. back in the country. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, it's good to be back. Uh, nice little trip away. Six weeks. Um, Man, the trip looked incredible. I was living vicariously through your Instagram account. Yeah, I had a lot of friends that took photos because I can't take good ones. So I just, you know. Basically paid. You're basically an Instagram model now. I am. I'm an influencer. <laughs> Me and my 800 followers. <laughs> so Actually, that's, that's pretty good. The world. Decent. Yeah, that's oh, decent. is it? Yeah, I oh, think so. Okay. I think it's decent. I'm not going to lie, mate. It's your good looking wife and your cute kid. It, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. There is no doubt it is about for the kid. you got a head like a smash pie. Um, it's not for you. Exactly <laughs> 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 right. Um, but yeah, no, good good trip. Um, interesting with a child. Um, you oh. know, a bit different because like, you know. You, you, How old is he? He's nine months. Man, six weeks away. Not with a nine month old, yeah. Well and, done, and he's teething, right? And he's teething. Oh, yeah, the best thing about it is free, yes. Well, that's to what fly. that was, yeah, yeah. 100%. Because that was what I was thinking. I was like, there's no way I'm traveling with you once I've got to pay it, so you will remember this. <laughs> and we'll take a lot of photos. <laughs> so then, when it's all like, oh, I've never you been never to take Italy. me anywhere, you have, mate. You've been to Europe, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You so. sat on Nonu's lap in, in <laughs> why well, don't you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Are we're you stupid, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, ta- we're talking about South Africa at the moment, but it'll be four full-fledged tickets. And That's oh, not cheap, man. It's eight grand. Dude, that Ooh. is... Oh. And it's a long way. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, a long yeah. haul. A to probably get life. carjacked and die. Yeah. yeah. It's a long... It's yeah. an expensive way to die. Yeah. Mate, I um, well, there were some places in, in Greece like that for me. You're like, you're just walking, you're walking, you're walking, <laughs> and then a black taxi will pull up. A, a van and like some animals will get out. Oh, sorry. Some randoms so, get out and you're like, well, crap, I'm out of here. And I'll just bolt. So, hang on. L- leave so, leave your wife and child behind. No, I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm gone. Like, I'm gone. It's the rule when you're She's, in the ocean. Yeah. I don't have to be the fastest swimmer, just not the slowest. <laughs> <laughs> I can outrun that woman with a nine-month-old. <laughs> and it was just that easy. Yeah. But, like, you know, going through it, it's one of the things that you think about, isn't it? Like, safety. Oh, absolutely. With, uh, with so, hang on, go back to Greece. So, a, a black taxi. Yeah, so I was walking up. and it was like 5 30 in the morning. Um, I didn't realize it was a taxi, right? But what it is, it's just a black sprinter van. You know, the ones with the tinted windows yeah. and the big chromey windows. Sliding so, doors. Sliding doors. Yeah. And what do they do? They just. There was just a whole bunch of people in this one and they just rack up at 5 30 in the morning, pull up next to me as I'm walking. 
And they all just hop out and they were just like carrying. And yeah. what were they doing? I, I don't know. I turned around and left. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to sit and chill. <laughs> I'm just going to shut this corner and have a look. It's 5.30 in the morning. So were you coming back from De Clubs? <laughs> <laughs> I was struggling with jet lag. That's <laughs> I can imagine you in like a cotton open shirt. No <laughs> something shoes. Something I would do. And Gold chain. <laughs> Gold chain. <laughs> just dripping in swag. <laughs> It's true, and I'm just like pointing at people, pointing at you, you with me, you with me, no. All right, travelling overseas is one of those things, it can be so dangerous depending where you go. 100%. But it's pretty dangerous in Australia as well. We had this crazy dude running around Darwin while you're away. Right. And he killed four people looking for his mate, quote unquote, mate Alex. Um, And I, I... I think from what I've read, it's had something to do with um, some sort of drug something. Right. But um, yeah, to have a shooting in Australia, uh, it was pretty full on. It was very, uh, it wasn't cov- coveraged very well. Like I hardly wow. saw it on, on the media. It's Darwin. There's like yeah. three it's iPhones true. in the newsroom. Like it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't, it wasn't labeled as a terror attack, right? It was some guy off his, no. off his nut. And it was just some dude. Yeah. Drugs? Uh, yeah, drugs. I've got the story here. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was basically drug related. But this guy's had a pretty sketchy past. Right. Um, so it was two pretty seedy sort of guys got involved in it. But he killed, there was a taxi driver. Like, it was just really, really sad. And the, so the four people were just randoms? Yeah, nothing oh, to do with man. it. Um, just absolute innocent bystanders. And then we had, obviously, the New Zealand terror attacks not too long um, ago. Not yet. too long ago. Uh, that guy, and I'm not going to say his name, we refuse to say his name, uh, he's come back and he's pleaded not guilty. He's come up into court, pleaded not guilty to 40 counts of attempted murder uh, and engaging in terrorism. That attacked, and I'm not real sure how they put all this together, but he's obviously been charged with attempted murder, which I don't get, but anyway, um, it left 51 people dead, including seven children, and it just... Upsets me so much that we even give him a right to plead not guilty. Like he filmed it. I don't know what his defense is, but it, yeah, it's um, right. it's pretty bloody horrible that he's come out and still putting those families and that community through that. Yeah, that's um, shocking. It's, it's very, very sad. It's so stupid. I don't understand our justice system. Who's oh, defending him? It's, that's well, a question, right? It's this is a hot, and this is probably a story for another day. But people who are defense attorneys, yeah, like. The liars, how, lawyers, how, how you sleep at night. Like, no <laughs> offense to those people who do that as a vocation, but that's hard slog to sit there and go because you've got attorney client privilege. Yeah. So you can tell me, no, I fully did it. Like, yeah. I right? shot that guy, raped that person, and I need to sit there and try and put the best defense forward, knowing full well that you are yeah. 1 million percent guilty. Mm. Um, that's got to be a tough yeah. sort of burden to carry. I'm sure the. The dollars make yeah, it easier. Make it a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, it's pretty full on. Yeah. But um, I think a name, I'm going to pronounce it poorly. Does anyone else want to have a go at pronouncing the New Zealand PM's name? Anyone? Jacinta Ardern? That's what I'm running with. <laughs> Just run with it. Just I, run with it, mate. Just, if you um, move on quickly, no one will ever know. Yeah, never mind. Uh, so the New Zealand PM, she's gone back and they're going through a, a gun buyback scheme at the moment. It's going to cost the New Zealand taxpayers $100 million. But uh, it's very much a, a replication of what John Howard did back in 1996 after Port Arthur um, when he went through that. And for any of the uh, sort of the uninitiated, Port, Ar- Port Arthur was a massacre that happened down in Port Arthur in Tasmania. We had uh, 35 people were killed, 23 were wounded. And John Howard, this is really interesting, he was only six weeks into his term as the PM when all of this happened. And there was a story in the Sydney Morning Herald 
where he recounts this back in 2016. Uh, and they asked him a question. He goes, how did I react? I immediately focused on what I could do. Uh, it seemed that I had to do something big in such an awful tragedy, he said. The reality is that in politics, you have a certain amount of political capital. It will go. It will either go through inactivity and waste or you can, you can expend it on something worthwhile. Which I think, if you go back, we've talked about politics a bit on the show over the time. Six weeks into the gig to do something like that. So gun control in Australia, it's actually run by the states. So it's not a federally run thing. He had to go out there and expend that political capital, get all the premiers involved, drag them all together and uh, make meaningful change. And throughout that, they had 700,000 firearms turned in, licensing changed. If you did it for your profession, you had to go through and do safety courses. There's safe storage laws now. Um, and it's really changed the landscape, even to the fact where people like Barack Obama, when he was in power um, as the president of the US, have talked about Australia's gun control and the changes that were made after a tragedy that have really, really shifted how Australia lives and, and how we interact with firearms. Yeah. Well, I mean, e even you think we, uh, both Ash and myself, have gone through um, that rigmarole and, what, it's been eight weeks? Oh, the, the process of the getting process. getting your firearms licence. It's a rigmarole, man, <laughs> man and, I, I, and expensive. It's I, not cheap. I lost mine, not through anything dodgy. It sounds really bad. I didn't do it. I didn't, <laughs> it do, it. I didn't do it. From I me. didn't do a B&E. Um, <laughs> but I lost my licence. And going back through it, um, it is so expensive and so painful. Um, but we, we sort of made the joke before we came on air that if you're going to be a victim of gun violence, it's not going to be a licensed person. It's not going to be someone who goes through all that pain who's then going to use it to go and hold up a 7-Eleven or, or something like that. So I had an awesome chat with Ray Mancini, who is the uh, the inventor of the Voyan backpack. Such an interesting guy, and we're excited to have him on the show in a couple of weeks to talk a little bit more about how he came up with the idea and, and what's the whole thing behind it. And it, uh, it poses a pretty interesting question, that bulletproof backpack if you're traveling, are you taking one? I think it's awesome, man. Yeah, I would. Well, like, you've just been to I Jordan. Get, I right? have. and But I guess it's one of those things, isn't it? Because your your safety of where you're traveling is defined by whatever the media tells you. So I went into Jordan thinking, crap, I'm, I'm really going into it here. You know, I'm thinking what I see on television with the Middle East, the explosives, the gun violence. So if I had the option to buy a bulletproof backpack at <laughs> the right price, um, which the... Voyance is, um, I would definitely buy one. 100%. At the right price. At the right You're price. You're going to go to a $2 store. Right. <laughs> I want to know it's got some oh, credibility about oh, it. Oh, dang. It went through the backpack. <laughs> what sort of Kevlar is this? But I, I think just as an idea, like the, the shoot-ups in schools, if, if I lived in America yeah. and my kids were going to a school in America, mate, if it was a few hundred dollars, yeah. I, I'd be really considering yeah. it. Like, yeah. it's, it's a really smart idea. It's a clever idea. Yeah, we because are, it seems to be quite common, right? Oh, it's becoming Not more common, but mate, it's, it's becoming more popular. But you know, what? The gun violence in schools. Mate, the... I don't know the stats, but... It's, um, it, it's one of those really scary, scary things that it seems like it was once every few years you'd hear something, like the Columbine shootings, and then it'd be years, and then something else would happen, something else would happen. We had the Sandy Hook Elementary School shootings that happened. They had 18 children and two adults dead. There's all these horrible stories about teachers getting killed, covering children like we're talking little kids um it's just horrible and then we had that 2017 vegas shooting where some guy got himself up in an apartment building with an automatic weapon during a country music festival 
and that's the place. Yeah, conspiracy behind that as well. Well, I, oh I, man, I, oh, there, okay. there's some there's some real conspiracy. Let's not go down that, that rabbit <laughs> hole right now. <laughs> uh, the conspiracy episode yeah, three. Yeah, <laughs> but oh. the, basically, outside of you know the happiest place on earth for Benny and me, a country music festival, yeah. I would have been having the time of my life, and then just to get rained down and yeah. all those people. So we ended up with 58 people. Um, were involved in the shooting, and I don't think there's been any reason as to why. But that guy was armed to the nines with automatic weapons, and he kept just changing over. So he'd finish something and then chuck another one up in the window and keep going. He was just loading up weapons. You see the footage of it's incredible. So it, like considering talk about I don't know if popular it's popular to shoot yeah, up a school, no, but, um, but it's becoming more, more and regular. more common. Common, correct? The yeah. Um, yeah. have any has anyone been to the US? Yes. yes. Did you at any time feel unsafe with gun violence in the US? Yes, I went in November 2016. Yeah. Literally the week after or two weeks after the Dallas shootings where they shot up all the police. Is that after the movies? No. no. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Remember, okay, sorry, mate. Downtown yep, yep, yep. Dallas, I, the one guy just went to town yep. on all the coppers. And big racism thing. So we were staying downtown Dallas and... I have a white wife and downtown Dallas is black people. Right. And I walking through there, I've never felt so scared in my life wow. because she was white. For her safety. For her, and mine because I was married to a white lady. Wow. So you, I, we were like walking and just copping abuse. Was Why it, would you be with her? Da, 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 da. Was we it should more, shoot her up. Was it da, 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 da. more that yeah, people... Wow. Hectic. Like it's the... Because I think about this with the cops getting in trouble all the time. For like they're shooting first, like and there's yeah. all oh, you know. Well, they had no right to shoot that guy, mate. If a cop tells me to get out of the car and get on the ground, like I, I don't know why I'd argue. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand, and, and we'll probably talk about this race thing. <laughs> Benny, yeah. we, go back and listen <laughs> to our last episode, it. right? <laughs> I just know. Hang on, I looked to my left and went, I know why. Um, <laughs> but yeah. as the as the uh, the white privilege one in the room, if a, if a police officer said get out. I, I'd just get out of the car. Like, I don't get it. But then I think it, I was chatting to a guy. You would be, if you were a copper in the US, you would be in constant fear that everyone's armed. Yes. But then I have seen the videos where it is a 50-year-old fat white guy and he just belligerently just ignores the cops and the cops do nothing. Do, do yeah. you know they keep talking to him. Oh, come on, sir. Come on, sir. <laughs> Whereas there's yeah. plenty of ones where there's an yeah. African-American guy where it's yeah. like, get on the ground. No, nah, <laughs> and then they yeah. shoot him. In, um, in New Zealand, the, the coppers don't carry guns. Yeah. That's like the UK. Neither in the UK. Yeah. yeah. The bobbies don't, don't yeah. carry yeah. firearms. So, so uh, I, I I know a guy I went to school with. Uh, he's now a copper. And I hope you're listening, mate. Uh, shout out to you. Um, Kia they, ora, they actually, bro. Yeah, how's it going, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I played for the Auburn. <laughs> um, they they uh, tend to have a, a lockbox within the car that they have to ring the main office or something to get the code for that lockbox to then unlock it. It's like this whole rigmarole. Sorry, uh, that's I'm getting dumb. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I need oh, the code. Too late. I'm no, there. No, Give me um, the code. Look, he's already hit me twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I need you to hurry yeah. up, please. It's <laughs> running it's, an algorithm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, like the, the whole uh, Second Amendment, we've heard this, right? Yeah. The right to bear arms. So I have this American friend. Um, he's from Oklahoma, which is... You know, we're talking fairly, uh, mm, I don't want to say white trash USA, but let's run with that. Um, so he, he's from that. And they have, when he was growing up, there's no concealed carry laws there. So you can have um, laws in different parts of America. And it's all state-based. 
But he could walk around and he had a leather holster like he was a cowboy and a six-shot revolver that he would walk with completely exposed on his hip. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, man, I'd like go to the bank and I'd go to the 7-Eleven, I'd get a slushy. And I'm like, just with your six-shot on your hip. And he goes, yeah, like it's my right to bear arms. And we had this discussion one night. We were out at a, at a place down on the Gold Coast having a few drinks and he was an absolute bees doodle away from getting a tattoo on his forearm of a man in a shirt and tie, like a shirt and tie with literal bare arms. And then he was going to go, my right, tattooed above it, and it's my right to a man with bare arms. That's right. ultra redneck. Man. Oh, he <laughs> loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's But this really was his whole thing. I took him shooting. We went hunting, and we're driving in my in my old four-wheel drive up this thing, and I go, right here, we saw some some animals up there, and I go, right here, we'll drive around here, and we'll walk up, and we'll, we'll come down, um, we'll get behind the wind, and we'll go down to him. Yeah, yeah, cool. We're driving. I'm chatting to the guy in the back seat, and there's this bang goes off in the car, and I panic, and I'm like slamming the brakes on. I'm trying. I'm thinking about hit something. What's happened? Old mates put my two four three, my rifle, out the window in this bouncing, moving four wheel drive, and tried to shoot these kangaroos <laughs> from like four hundred meters away. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? I was, oh, bro, I thought I could hit them. I was like, no. I don't know why he sounded Spanish. <laughs> so like, you can't just shoot at stuff, but they're so desensitized to guns because yeah. it is everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. Um, but it's interesting. What about you? Do you feel safe? Unsafe? When I was in the US, I I. I've felt pretty safe but i was in sort of california new york you don't see people walking around with guns however being south african completely different story did you grow up like did mum and dad have a gun under the pillow gun yes, in the car uh, under the mattress wow yeah revolver under the mattress yeah Do, we're, we're really keen in the next couple of weeks and anyone listening there is some horrible stuff going on in south africa at the moment with land reparations and a lot of deaths of farmers over there at the moment if you have any connection with that, we would love to hear from you. I would love to have a conversation with you about it. Um, but growing up, uh, sorry, being, being married to a South African lady and growing up with their family, it is so far removed from what's normal to me. Like living in their house is made so that the bedrooms are in the middle of the house with steel gates. Sectioned off. So when so you go to bed you, at night, you, you lock walk, yourself in jail. Yep, you lock yourself yeah, that's so right. If, what's yeah. The, so what's the reason? Like, if you get robbed, they can rob you but not get to you. Correct, yeah. It's wow. take, take whatever you want. Take the TV, take whatever. Take the cars as long as you leave us alone. But it's I, I kid you not, it's like Fort Knox. You're literally closing yourself off from that, uh, that section of the house for that very reason. Sounds, and like, sounds like the purge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're from North Queensland. Like, when did you start locking your front door? You I, never look no, at <laughs> Mate, until probably I was maybe, oh, geez, it would have been when I moved to the Gold Coast. I was probably yeah, 13, 14. Like, that was the first time I remember mum saying to me, oh, make sure the car's locked. Up until then, you just, oh, man, keys get left out. Like, who cares? There yeah, was it, never a thought that, oh, something might happen. But it was, it was also because my dad was uh, pretty well known in the community. Yeah, yeah. Big Community's some, a big part. Big, big someone, dude. And we lived in one of the worst places in Cairns. Well, no, it wouldn't be the worst now, but back when we were living there. And um, kids, you, you should be able to hear kids that had little gangs walk past the house. They'd be like, oh, no, no, not that house. That's Uncle Toby's house. <laughs> right. That's Uncle Toby's house. And they'll just walk past our house and keep moving on. They, they would have robbed me. That's fine. <laughs> Rob that stupid white fella. Yeah. Damn it. Get the bald guy. There's a lot of statistics out of the US that you are, I can't remember it exactly. It was something like, it was all, I think it might have been 100% more likely, or maybe even more, yeah. to be the victim of gun violence if you're African-American. Yes, cultural issue. But, which 100%. is bloody sad that due to your race and your, and your ethnicity, 
that you are so mm. much more likely to be a yeah, victim. Yeah, because there are, there are lots. Look, there are stats out there that because of single dads, incarceration of of males and young males. Um, so there's no father figure to bring people up. But the interesting statistic as well is a the education is a lot less. We we know that, but the amount of crime committed between blacks, Latinos, and Caucasian, exactly the same. The amount of Latinos and blacks or African-Americans that are incarcerated is three times as much. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the, like, so Benny, the crime Benny, number is the same. We've talked about this before with the incarceration of uh, Aboriginal Aboriginals. People. Yeah. So the crime number is the same. Incarceration. So that's, another, that's a topic of do I have the money to defend? Um, is my lawyer good? Et cetera, et cetera. Do I understand the do legal I system? Under- correct. Do I understand the legal system? Um, the, and again, the educational problem that we've got is a big one. Well, mate, you brought up something interesting that I want to chuck into it another week, talking about yeah. ma- uh, father figures yep. and masculinity. There's uh, been this meme bouncing around pink. over the last couple of years that uh, toxic max- masculinity uh, is actually, isn't the problem. It's the absence of, um, it's an interesting thing to talk about. Talk yeah, about, big uh, topic. Huge uh, topic. All of that and the importance of, uh, of men. So, uh, very good. Thanks yeah. for coming in today. Good Enjoy your everybody. Good chat. Yeah, yeah. See you next time. See ya. Yeah. Bye.